One of the greatest wins I can ever experience as a coach is when I witness one of my clients finally stepping into their own power and making decisions from their higher self, their true self, their authentic self with their connection to God's source universe, spirit, that serves them in the highest way possible. Sometimes people are very influenced by the people around them, the people that love them. All of us are because we hear their ideas, their thoughts of how we should function or respond or react to certain situations. And they're not always in alignment with what we're feeling in our gut, in our knowing. For some reason, we are being guided to do something different. And this can be a little tricky for some people because we love our people so much. We love what they have to say. They're smart. They're intelligent. They're intuitive. They've stood beside us. They've helped us through some very difficult times. And at times, their words, wisdom, inspiration, ideas, intelligence has served us in remarkable ways. But there's sometimes that no matter what we're hearing, it doesn't quite fit into what it is that we believe is our next best step, no matter how small or how trivial, or if it might even have a really large impact in what we have going on, either in a positive or negative way. We just know in our knowing, our deepest knowing, our intuitive center that this is the right step for us. So when I witness my client saying, you know, my friend or my dad or my brother or somebody has been telling me that I shouldn't do X, but I'm really feeling like I need to do this. Oftentimes, my job is as a coach is to dig into why they're being driven to do this particular thing. And in essence, what I'm trying to uncover is whether this is coming from their ego, which is control or fear, or it is coming from their higher self, which is love, understanding, forgiveness. And when it is coming from their higher self, and I can feel it in my gut, then that is usually the decision that that person needs to make for themselves. Now, let me be clear here that I don't tell my clients what to do. What my job is, is to help my clients trust themselves, to really get rooted in their body, to get out of their brain, to get out of their overthinking monkey mind, to get out of the fearful disclaimer, AKA the ego, to get out of their fear, to get out of their limited self, to look at life through a different lens, a lens of love, a lens of clarity, a lens of compassion, a lens of self-worth. Because most of the time in life, we have been looking through the wrong lens and that is how we've ended up in sometimes the messes that we're in. Or the problems that we were, we are in, because we've seen the world through a lens that does not serve us. But we can tell when we are shifting in our empowerment, in our worthiness, 
in our love and healthy protection of self is when we start to see things in a way that is different. It's not the way we would have seen it before. But what it feels like is peace. It feels good. And most importantly, we are unattached to the outcome. We're going to react or respond or say what we need to say or want to say no matter what. Because for us, it feels good. There is something about it that feels lighter and freer. And that is when we know that we are making a decision, a step, a forward movement, or responding in a way that is going to be highest serving for all people involved. In my book, The Recovering People Pleaser, I have a chapter on You Are Your Own Authority. Every chapter in that book is very purposefully written because that is part of recovering from our people-pleasing, from our unworthiness, and healing our shame. Because when we are living from places of we're not good enough, we're trying to make everybody else around us happy, or deep down inside we think there is something wrong with us, decisions made from that place are not typically the highest serving for everybody involved. I remember all throughout my life, I'm, I'm someone that will ask all kinds of people's opinions. These are people that I trust. These are people that I like. These are people that I value and who I believe function in life in a healthy way. And I'll ask them, what, would you, what do you think about this situation? Or how would you handle this situation? Or where would you go with this situation? And I want to get their take on it. I want to see what they would do that might potentially be in alignment with what I'm thinking. Or maybe they can shed light on something that I'm not seeing. Maybe they have a different idea. But I go in with an open heart and an open mind because I really do want to make the best possible choices for me and my situations and the people around me. I don't want any regrets in my life. I don't want any more I shoulda, coulda, wouldas. I want to know that I did the very best in every situation at that time. And knowing that I am just a wee little person on this planet, that I don't know everything, that I'm simply just doing my best with what I know at this given moment, it helps me when I can talk to other people and speak it out loud. This does not mean, however, that I take everybody's advice, that I do exactly what they say I should do. And if I'm thinking back, I remember doing this for as long as I could probably remember, just asking people what they thought, but there was something inside of me saying, don't do that or do this, or yeah, that's a really good idea. But the key here is to recognizing what your motive is. Is your motive to control? Is your motive to change somebody else? Is your motive to get a response that will make you feel better, that will satisfy the ego? make you feel like you might be right or that you have some leverage in this situation. Sometimes doing the right thing does not mean the right thing for you. Does that mean that we're going to get the response back immediately that we would like? It means we have to have the courage to step into the unknown and patience for the graceful unfolding of it. Because it is handed to us 
from spirit, from universe, from God. It's something that we that is promoting us, that we can feel this little gentle nudge. God's source universe is not pushy. It doesn't yell. It's not icky within your body. It just feels calm. It feels lovely. And it feels like just, I, just something I really need to do. But back to the point about we're not going to always get instant gratification from this. This is the hard part. Because the ego part of us wants to control. It wants to see that we're winning. It wants to see that we're right. And sometimes doing the highest serving thing for ourselves, we're not going to get that immediate gratification back. I had a situation recently where somebody was unhappy with me. And when this person expressed it, in my opinion, I had not done those things that this person was saying that I had done. But this was their experience of me. And initially, because the ego's voice is always first, I felt driven to fire back something, explain, say that's not the way it is, or are you going down this road again? And instead I didn't. I just said, wait, I'm going to not listen to that first voice because that's typically ego. And I'm going to sink down into my spirit. I'm going to get really calm and I'm going to relax. And this is big for Kristen because I've been one that wants to handle these type of situations right now. I want them done. I will let's hash this out. Let's clear this out. And I want it done right now. But I didn't because that's my new method of operation is just sitting back and allowing just letting it unfold a little bit more without me putting my dirty little hands in there trying to control the outcome of the situation. And so I sat back in this situation and I allowed what I like to call God speak to me. And it's not in words. I didn't get, you know, hey, this is what you need to do. I didn't get some words talking to me. What I got was a feeling inside of me that everything was okay. That this person was just working through some internal stuff And I just happened to be the collateral recipient of what this person was working through. And it really had nothing to do with me. And it was going to work itself out if I just sat down and relaxed. And a little while later, couldn't tell you how long, a week, two maybe, I got a message from that person with a few epiphanies, just expressing what they have been going through, what they've been thinking, and what they've realized And it was a wonderful message to receive. And here's the thing. I didn't feel right. I didn't feel justified. I didn't feel like I won. I felt peace. I just let it be because I followed my guidance and I knew that it was going to be for the highest good for everyone involved. If I kept my grubby little hands out of it, my grubby little mind, my ego that wants to control and just sit back for a minute. Now, had I been guided to do something different, like respond in a different way or send a message back that said something, I don't know, I'm just making stuff up. I I can't even think of anything off, but just send something back. If I felt like that was my guidance, then I would have done that. And I'm sure that would have been for the highest outcome for all involved too, if it was indeed from spirit, from God, and I let it be that, and I let it sit in my body for a while so that I could get very clear about the message that I was going to say back. But in this particular instance, because I don't want you all to think in all your instances, don't take this as literal for everybody. This is all about your individual guidance, what's coming to you in any given time. 
And in this particular instance, I just got, it's okay. Everything's okay and everything's going to be okay. Just relax while this person figures it out. And they did. In the meantime, when I talk to people about other things, sometimes their ego is involved. And they want to say, oh, do this, do that, or I can't believe this, or I can't believe that person said that, or whatever, and they, they get all up in arms. But that's usually not the people that I want to talk to. Because I don't want to talk to people that are seeing situations through their ego. I want to talk to people that can see the higher good in it. So sometimes when I talk to those people, and those are all well-meaning people. These are people that love me to death. These are people that I love to death. These are people I trust. These are my loyal companions in this journey, my mighty companions, as the Course in Miracles calls it, on this journey I call life. So I'm not discounting anything about them, but sometimes it's just not what needs to be done. So I listen with an open heart, and then I choose what feels right for me. So to wrap things up, what I hope you get from this episode today is to really learn to get quiet and slow down. You don't have to fire back responses. You don't have to be right. You do not have to win. Because if you truly follow God's guidance, you sink into your spirit and you allow the message to come, you are going to be guided in the most highest way possible that is going to be serving to everyone involved in this situation. Now, this can be a tough place to be sometimes when you have people that are coming at you from all types of control. And sometimes it's protection and loyalty to you. And they're going, oh, you really need to do this and you really need to do that. And you don't. And then they roll their eyes and they can't believe you did this. And what are you doing? And that's not what I would have done. And they give you all that sort of judgment shenanigans it's kind of hard to be in that place because you got to find a certain kind of strength inside yourself you have to tap into an area in yourself that you may have not tapped into yet or you've only done it a few times in your life or maybe you're at the place where you're truly okay with it but it's really about giving yourself permission to follow your own guidance with or without The blessing of those around you that love you and want to take care of you. Because you are your best authority. You are your own authority in life. You already know what you need to do. Sometimes it's just getting quiet around it and feeling the peace about it. I want to introduce you guys to my brand new free training called Eight Game-Changing Secrets No One Told You About Attracting a Great Guy. This is a 37-minute audio. This audio is jam-crammed, packed with what we wish somebody told us in school. We wish that we were taught this as we were coming up so that we would not have to go through the experiences of dysfunctional relationships, unhappy, unhealthy disappointing relationships one right after the other. This audio is designed to help you break your pattern for good. You will learn what trips an emotional switch in a man's brain to see you as the one he can't let get away. You'll learn how to quickly weed out men who will never treat you like the goddess you are. 
you'll learn a simple shift in energy that attracts great guys like bees to flowers. No kidding. You'll learn how to sustain a man's long-term attention and affection, and this has nothing to do with sex, and how to shift your relationship from superficial and casual to connected and safe. You can find this at kristenbrown.org forward slash eight secrets. Eight as in the numeral eight. I'm looking forward to hearing back from all of you about how much you loved that audio training. All right, everyone, until next time, much love. If you've enjoyed this episode, I invite you to subscribe and share. If you're listening on iTunes, you can give a big thanks by leaving a five-star rating and review. If you'd like to explore coaching plans, other products, and free resources, go to kristenbrown.org. Until next time, everyone, remember to go love yourself.